0: Benjamin Rohan it's the euros it's the euros <laughs> Man, I've been so excited I don't think I've watched this much football on consecutive days in a long time probably since probably since uh, yeah 2018 Three years.
1: yeah I mean for Germany the euros might be over <laughs> quickly if um
0: actually I, I thought Germany played pretty well I think we spoke about this I, it was better than expected which is weird to say for such a good normally good German team but I thought they handled France pretty well. I'm, I'm not competing against them. But I think, yeah, this man, this man might might do a job on the Germans, uh, especially the way he did a job on Coca Cola, shall we say?
1: Yeah, exactly. What are you drinking today?
0: I am not drinking Coca Cola. I kept this bottle here. I bought this bottle, Benjamin, for this bottle, for this show. Uh, no, I don't think they care about their share price if I drink it or not um but i'm sticking to
1: aqua (laughs) fantastic uh speaking of the euros um i think the belgium game just kicked off belgium denmark right which i want to watch i'm not sure about you but this means we have to be even quicker than we usually are get to it right away let's do it as always some hip-hop beats in the background and me asking you what the heck we're actually talking about in this show? Ben,
0: we are we are talking about something really important.
1: Yeah. People care
0: about what we talk about. This affects lives. We're talking about sports tech. We're talking about not just sports tech, the top five news stories in the world of sports tech from this week. That is Every some really week. important stuff. Every, Every week. week. We are committed to this cause, and I want you to kick it off today. Let's go.
1: Just a quick warning, little yep. disclaimer. We might go into a tiny summer break in a few weeks because that guy here and myself, we also have to take some time off.
0: Because I'm going to this oh, yeah. land.
1: Yes. Yeah. And you have to visit our good friend Joao. I'm not sure if he's listening, but I'm going to get <laughs> you guys in touch. So you gotta got to meet him.
0: Joao, you are an inspiration in, in more ways than one. Yes, would, I would love to connect.
1: Exactly. Hey, there is good. a different
0: Joao who is saying hi to us. Hey, Joao Brigadio, thanks, Joao, for joining us.
1: Oh wow! Hi, good to good to good to hear, read you. Yeah, um, we've been in touch a couple times. <laughs> he needs some time off too. Who doesn't? We all do. It's so much okay, okay. Ben, it. let's go.
0: We got a game to watch, Ben. Come on.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, let me let me start with this news here. I think it was um, an entertaining and interesting one. Yeah. Uh, it is about good old VAR, line technology, one of the most discussed topic overall. And there's not too much to say about it, other than for the next season, at least the Premier League has decided that the line that they're using to identify whether it is offside or not gets thicker. Why do they do this? Because there is a certain, let's say, room for error. And interestingly, um, I found this old post here, I'm not sure if you have seen it, but it's this guy, oh. Decap MC FC. He has done some calculation and his result was that um, yeah, there is a possible error of almost 20 centimeter with that line. Um, and the, the Premier League said, okay, if we use a thicker line and rule rather in favor for the striker, there might be less discussions. What do you That's think? a
0: great point, Ben. I didn't know this part of the story, uh, because actually, I was going to ask you, like, how thick is the line? Why is it x centimeters and not y centimeters? Uh, but if somebody's actually done the research, that is fantastic. Thanks to this pretty user, because uh, the Netherlands, I think the Eredivise had already rolled this out. Uh, they have been using a thicker line. But I think there's not just that, right? They've, they're launching the thicker line, but they're also, like the Euros are doing right now, they're not going to show the drawing of the line. They're not going to show uh, the actual the decision-making. I think they're just going to show the result. Uh, like Once the decision has been made, which, to be honest, the Euros have been following, and I kind of prefer that. It's nice to hear the reference, which is super interesting, but there's just too much emotion. I'd like the, the decision being made and then and see it. I don't know.
1: I would rather see it because I want to uh, have my own opinion on it. But I would of course, like to make them good decisions that are, when when in question, are for in favor for the striker. So, yeah. I mean, something like this where you cannot really tell, then you, yeah. you should be like, okay, it's, it's fine. Yeah, so, yeah. So, I like it. Yeah,
0: no, no, no no, armpit offsides, I think that's the main uh, point. And uh, for that, I'm definitely all for it. It definitely require a little bit of uh, recalibration, the offside rule in general, but for now, this is a good step forward. Alright, what, yeah. what is the next story? The next story, we go from uh, football to boxing, right? So Triller, yeah. which is a, a social platform, basically um, TikTok's competition in the US, shall we say, um, which has been around for a while, but they've really taken sports seriously. But they've taken sports seriously from a social angle. Yeah, they've done a lot of content with uh, Jake Paul um they had uh, i think it was mike tyson's fight with um i forget the other guy's name i'm sorry but who's also a pretty seasoned boxer um uh, they have they've had a couple of fights so they're focused on that uh, space they had ice cubes big three so they've had a few sports properties that they've invested in now what they're also doing is they're shifting from a pure pay-per-view format into a subscription format so getting closer to the netflix of sports um, kind of idea how much is this going to cost? Well, uh, they're pricing it at either $300 per year or $30 per month. But the most interesting one, which is, I don't think I've seen this before, they're offering limited subscriptions. So, and they haven't given how many, it might be a couple hundred, it might be 500, 10,000, no idea yet. But they're offering this only on a first come first served basis. So at some point they're going to run out of uh, subscriptions. What are you going to get with this access? Well, Triller doesn't have a huge lineup right now. If you go to their website, they have this big fight, which is uh, the Triller Fight Club, which uh, Snoop Dogg has promote is promoting. They have Lopez versus cambosos Junior. I'm not a big boxing guy. I don't know who these guys are. I don't know if this is a great fight or not. But that's the only event that they have coming up. But I'm sure they're planning on investing more. Um, let's see. Subscription for sports?
1: Yeah. I mean, first of all, I. I, I see or i smell an opportunity for a live stream of the next big fight uh malhotra versus pankert in chess maybe we should bring that to them yeah right. i think
0: the millions would will, will, will pay some good money for that no
1: you would run out of subscription immediately
0: in, immediately <laughs> the is, other thing is is from,
1: for whoever is a, a consumer of sport, right, like, like we are, the interesting thing now is, I mean, Triller is an app that is on your phone, just like TikTok, like, like you rightly yep. said. So the, the, the question that I ask myself as a consumer is, do I want to pay for a subscription in, let's say, Twitter style and, and just watch it on my phone um, and, and TikTok style or not Twitter style? Um, so I don't know it, it sounds a bit unusual maybe it's a great move uh definitely interesting to watch
0: yeah to be honest from my side um look it, it, it's a bit of a grab I, I like the innovation in the format that I'm not so opposed to moving closer to subscription um but thriller itself I mean the kind of sports that they're talking about is all mainly on the social angle even the big three the basketball league that they just bought the rights for from CBS uh, last year. I mean, the big three came with a bunch of fanfare and they had a lot of social stuff uh, around it, celebrities and all that, and kind of fizzled out. So they're really plugging, as they are, the social media platform, but plugging the sports and social angle, that's not for me. I'm not going to watch a local ball fight. I did, actually, but I'm not going to take it seriously. Um, I mean, it's the quality of what content is going to be on there. There must be an audience for it. I'm probably not
1: but I give them some props because they're always trying something new that others yeah. have not done before, so therefore yeah. I like him. But yeah, I agree, somehow it didn't take off yet.
0: By the way, Benjamin, breaking news, hmm. uh, Denmark have gone 1-0 up. You no scored.
1: way. Who scored? scored? In the
0: second minute. You support and scored in the second minute. Ah. Second minute.
1: Let's, see. Uh, yeah,
0: let's see, let's see how this goes. Okay, let's go. With What's next?
1: Cool. Just checking the chat. No one's talking to us if you mm-hmm. are listening to us for free to yeah, being a watching that you can, you can actually also like embed the chat into this stream, but it would be too embarrassing to see the <laughs> three, four questions that we get per per uh per show. Whatever, um on to the next one. Yeah. We are talking about my favorite topic about NFTs and about this platform here. Um I would say not as well known as all the popular NFT platforms yet. Um, First of all, it's called Fantastic Swap. Uh, But you might already see that they have secured some very interesting rights in the past, um, especially in soccer. So they have Real Madrid, they have Borussia Dortmund and they have have Arsenal London. And um, they're also focusing on on women's sports, which of course is pretty cool. But now a interesting, potentially big move has happened because they have partnered with Dapper Labs, the company that is a top shot that is probably going to uh, push out the um, the UFC, NFC, the NFT, so many, so many letters, uh, the UFC NFT. Here we go. Um, and the announcement now was that um, Dapper Labs uh, helps Fantastic migrate all of the NFTs to the Dapper Labs platform. So to bring it onto the Flow blockchain, uh, which makes it more uh, compatible with, with of course, NBA Top Shot and um, more easily uh, accessible on the secondary market. So the the big promise is it is better for the fan who wants to buy and trade those NFTs. And of course, the connection brand like Dapper Labs could also be interesting. So I like this move because there are interesting rights, um, which is of course interesting for their Labs because they had no entry into soccer yet, which is super uh, tricky with with Zorera outside uh, out there, especially. So I kind of like this move. The question that I have in my head is how many rights will they be able to to uh, score, and how big can this potentially be? But it's a nice, nice entry. Game.
0: So correct me if I'm wrong, Fantastic already had minted NFTs for their yeah. sports teams. So how did those go? Because I, I didn't hear too much about them. I think they were like, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've tested them. We had, a, we had a podcast with them. I got a few packs to, to see it. I mean, they, they, they look nice and everything. But somehow, it, I had a feeling they didn't take off yet. Um, right. So maybe this is exactly what they need, like being attached to this big name. Um, and yeah, so it could make sense from from both perspectives
0: yeah i mean that was that was my big question because i remember it happened but i didn't get too much buzz about it which is why i guess they're redoing it this is a relaunch uh yeah. a remitting exactly on this on, on the flow chain um so yeah curious uh it's also all super early all super experimental um in this space of NFTs, which are overall going through a bit of a down cycle from the overall buzz around nfts in sports uh Trading has gone down a bit. It's not that the shine is wearing off. I think it's still a space to be bullish about, um, which is I like to my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, I also getting getting shorter than that, which is interesting. But yeah, uh, cool to see a, a, a little iteration. Curious to see what happens with this.
1: Yep. On to the next one.
0: On to the next one. Quickly, uh, Joao asks what uh, video streaming service we use. Joao, we use uh, Restream. Uh, I think we tried StreamYard, but uh, weren't too happy with it. Okay. This this one has more features than
1: that. Yeah, super simple, straightforward. We like. Exactly.
0: Okay. Uh, next bit of news. EQ2, EQT. Uh, yeah. Uh, give me the alphabet. It seems straight. Equity, e- equity Ventures. <laughs> EQT Ventures. Too many but letters. I
1: told you. Yeah.
0: yeah. Invest 50 million into Linus, uh, which is an interesting platform. Uh, Which helps coaches. Yeah, okay. This article speaks a lot about fitness and everybody's getting obese, which is something that we know that is not as interesting, but leanest health itself is interesting. And here's a little bit about who they are. Their mission is to be real difference makers, because the company enables fitness coaches to help scale their business, right? So it's not for you as an end user to jump on their platform and get fit yourself. It's a platform for the coaches. Why is this important? And they help coaches transform their business, um, manage their customers, manage their accounting, manage operations a bit, and also communication with clients, classes, etc. Um, so this is uh, the main promise of Leanus. Yeah, you can take a look at it here. Uh, this is the platform uh, powering health and fitness, um, etc. I mean, transforming a coaching business. Why this is especially important? And when we've talked about this before in our uh, fitness tech report and this is a growing trend that this trend of coaches being drivers of growth because the coaches have their own captive audience um that they, that follows the coaches and does fitness with them that coaches can be the next say, gateway to larger fitness audiences because the fitness audience are following the coach and then you can bring them onto your platform so empowering coaches to work with uh, users directly might be a really is already a rising trend at the fitness word. It might be a key growth driver even going forward as opposed to just being a coach on uh, triletics or uh, a lot of apps um, where the coaches don't get as much revenue share. Here the coaches are uh, owning the customer directly or have a direct relationship and can take most of the revenue for themselves. So really good to see platforms that are working more and more with coaches.
1: Absolutely. So what does that mean for, for whoever is listening and who's interested um, in yeah, either booking a coach or being a coach and finding uh, an audience? Uh, this makes things super easy, right? I mean, uh, if you would like to work with a new coach, you can go on the platform and explore who they, who they got. But even more importantly, if you are a fitness instructor, you can check out one of those apps. And like Ron said, there are a bunch of them. Uh, Lina seems to be the leading one in Europe because I think they're, um, they're Copenhagen-based. Um, lots of cool companies from, from Copenhagen, by the way. Uh, shout out to Tontor, another fantastic company for, for youth footballers and a bunch of others. Um, it's really nice to see them there, but yeah, good for fitness instructors. And you always hear this comparison, Amazon versus Shopify. So let's say the big aggregators are more like, like Amazon and, and Shopify is empowering the small little shops to do their business. Well, this is exactly what what Dennis is basically doing, helping helping the little man and the little woman as well.
0: Yep, yep, I really like this trend. Uh, I think it only get bigger.
1: Cool. Then let's move on to our top topic of the week. We are talking about ESPN and money, money, money. Yes, we have talked about this a couple of times on the show already, uh, in in from a different perspective that lots of the betting companies actually um, thinking about or the first ones are thinking about DraftKings to be uh, precise to run their own um, content platform uh, to get closer to the actual content and not just sending some integration there and now the interesting movement is that the same is happening the other way around with ESPN as one as the main uh, broadcasters obviously allegedly is thinking about their own sports book, which is obviously a big move. And um, the, the big discussion is, does that make sense for them? Because um, it is complex, it is, uh, it is expensive. Uh, so the, the big decision that has to be made, is that something they want to build on their own? They want to make it or if they want to acquire someone or partner with someone. So classic decision that they're, that they're into. Um, pros and cons on both sides. Obviously, if you're able to build it up uh, quickly and successfully, you have lots of power, you have lots of influence. On the other hand, you might also be well off um, just partnering with all those companies out there and there are tons of them that obviously would go with ESPN. Um, there's another example in, in, in a slightly different context that I want to want to bring up in, in a few minutes, but uh, yeah, first I want to get your opinion on it.
0: Yeah, I like this one and really interesting point about oh. Build versus buy, or how much Mm -hmm. you keep in, uh, you do yourself or you partner with, and those kind of things. I mean, this article actually does a really good job of um, making different. I did you know ESPN had mobile phones? I didn't even know that that was a thing. I Mm -hmm. and there were another couple of examples, right?
1: Yeah, they also gave the example somewhere here. I don't know where it was. They were also running rest. Yeah, here's mobile phones and then, uh, yeah, themed restaurants and magazines that didn't really take off, um, which is obviously not so close to what yeah. they actually do. So maybe this is a better fit. Maybe that's where you wanted it, want it to go. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think the idea point being that you take big jumps outside of your business and pivots and, and, and those kind of things are important, but this seems natural. And if you like the idea of ESPN owning sportsbook, also this is not the first example of, of a big, uh, let's say media company owning a sportsbook, Fox News uh, famously, they, had a, uh, they got into an acquisition, a merger rather, with the Stars Group, which eventually got rolled up into Flutter, uh, which is uh, something that we've talked about in the past, which is a, a betting behemoth. We've got all sorts of different, uh, let's say, content meets um, sportsbook ways. You talked about uh, kings as well. So there's a lot happening in that space. I think ESPN is kind of laying a marker down that they have to get into it. It's just that whether it justifies the cost of doing it themselves. That's the one that's to be seen. Um, yeah, but otherwise, of course, ESPN getting the betting as an operator.
1: Yeah, and um, there seems to be potentially the beginning of uh, a trend that um, uh, media companies or broadcasters are, are gonna, gonna diversify because there was this other news that we found, which I also yeah. found interesting and you can already see it. And um, as uh, Sports Illustrated launched their own ticket platform, uh, if I got it right, this is mainly also or also specifically targeting the secondary market, which is which is super interesting, but just adding another digital platform and therefore also asset, um, uh, which lets them, that's, I think, at least the idea monetize their existing audience might be a good move. And again, it's close to their core business, right? Um, so, yeah, just just a quick, quick thought on that one.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know how close this is to their core business. I think this is a bit more of a reach. Um, I mean SI has been, I remember reading an article a few months ago about the fading brand that is SI. They had anchored themselves so close that uh, the swimsuit uh, edition and then they had the body edition. They were trying to create these special properties and the power of those editions also has it. It doesn't have the same pull and reach uh, as it used to. So this feels a bit poor of a reach um i mean best of luck to them there's a huge opportunity with with secondary markets on uh, on events no doubt uh there's space for it let's see if this one is successful but going back to the ESPN one uh, just one comment i wanted to make additionally was i really like how the article also like why do we think they are taking the espn is taking the space so seriously is because they were hiring heavily in the space and they're recruiting a lot of people um and what immediately struck me was, I remember uh, watching an interview Elon Musk uh, recently where he talks about, somebody asked him, do you think when is Apple going to launch cars or electric vehicles? And he was like, well, if you hire a thousand engineers who are, for a purpose, then it means it's going to happen pretty soon. So Apple getting into electronic vehicles, there hasn't been talk about it, but Apple is hiring engineers for that purpose. So that's a pretty good indicator that somebody is doing something. So even though they haven't made an official announcement from ESPN, if they're hiring people from the betting industry, then yeah, this is this is going to happen pretty soon for sure.
1: We are hiring no one, but still working on all the time. <laughs>
0: we are hiring people to find us beers and get us in front of TVs for yours. That's what
1: we do. Yes, that is exactly the plan. Um, very soon. Um, anything to add at the end of this wonderful, wonderful show, my friend?
0: Uh, no, I think that was a good, quick one, um, whoever, uh, joined us. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Denmark uh, is still one nil, I believe. Um, I was well, checking trusty, out, yeah. I <laughs> took yeah, my trusty one football lab. Shout out to those guys. I yeah. uh, they do a fantastic job, but that's it. I think that's our episode. Hello, sports tech. Please go check it out. Uh, Nifty sports. Please go check it out. Uh, latest video out. I think you released the video yesterday. I haven't seen it myself.
1: Yes. I mean, actually good one. Um, if you ever wondered what the heck actually is sports tech this video might be for you because we um yeah thought it might make sense to finally talk about yeah let's say the definition of sports tech
0: nice one i'm looking forward to checking that out as well
1: all right let's get the second half of the first half of the game see you next week guys agua